I'm Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back check, Dandy. And we're from Geek Shock, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand. Wow! Brought to you by Good Games. A picture is worth a thousand words, and it better bloody had to. It's Dixit. A handful of picture cards can look like one thing, and then blam, there's something else. It's a bit like watching Aquaman when they sneak Nicole Kidman into it. One minute, it's a superhero flick. Next minute, In Dixit, you'll need to use your creativity, or like Aquaman, you'll be left looking at a cold fish. For warm fish, this is Sevenland Ham. Dixit is a family card game of imagination and storytelling from Libelud. 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 It was released in 2008 and is a game of for three to six players with 30 minutes to see see one thing and say another. Trick your opponents and sweep up the victory points. Dixit was designed by mathematical madman Jean-Louis Ribeira and won the 2010 Spiel des Jahres Prize. It's a game that is so intuitive, you wonder why it took until 2008 to invent it. 2008 mm. years, at least, plus the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, it's, it's like Mysterium with all the Cluedo taken out. Let's, say, <laughs> let's, let's turn it back on itself and, and, and say that. Um, the game's translated into English elevator pitch reads as follows. Dixit is a loveling illustrated game of creative guesswork where your imagination unlocks the tale. Look it up on their site. It says loveling. That's a nice description. Despite loveling. that, it's still it's a nice description for a game. It's loveling. That's what you could call your kids. Yeah, They're just little and you love them. So it's lovelings. Yeah. Hmm. I, I loveling you heaps. Anyway, one disclaimer before we proceed. Jean-Louis Ribeira is not actually mad. However, as a fan of Roman numerals, his earlier games included classics such as 507T, 508T, and 509T. You get that, Matt? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Roman numeral <laughs> jokes. But what does it all mean to gamers? Joining me today, it's Spielder's Yars, Head Vanilla Slice Maker, and Filing Clerk, Matt McHale. Hey, it seems like it's been a long time getting to back to this classic game. You know, we haven't done too many classic games, have we? No, no, we haven't. And I think this this sort of comes out of the... There's a, there's a lot of um, games floating around on the, uh, like, you know, con sponsor good games. Um during Christmas, mm. a lot of classic games were floating around and being, you know, presented to everybody saying, hey, you should get back on board of this. So what we thought we'd do is we'd get on the, on the, the whitewash of that. That's See, it. I'm using imagery. <laughs> and, um, and, just, and just keep the thing going for Dixit, put a spotlight on Dixit because it's one of our favorites. But it's because it's like one of those, like I, just, like I said in the intro, it's like one of those intuitive kind of games that you just feel like it should have always been here. And oh, it seems sure. like, yeah, of course, that's a game. Of course, you'd make a game just exactly like that. Yeah. And um, because it's so like that, and it was back in 2008, a couple of years before we started the pod, we never actually uh, have ever reviewed it. So we thought, why not? Let's do that's Dixit. It. Family favorite. Come. Anyway, when you think of your last month in geekiness, what picture do you see, gentleman? I see. Yeah. Fields of no, I did that last time. I, <laughs> I see, play. I see Wayne. Wayne, Wayne, who's that? Yeah, Wayne. Well, let me explain. Okay, about explain Wayne. about Wayne. Wayne is a it's little a YouTube Red uh, Premium uh, show that I've been watching lately, and I love the shit out of. Have you got YouTube Premium? Well, yes. It's one of the ones I haven't ventured into for free. So, oh, know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bar- I'm I'm utilizing the free subscription. Sure. For a while. Do they have uh, their, all of their own produced stuff like Netflix? Well, they got lots of stuff like that. They oh. they're the ones that they have Cobra Kai. Uh, you know the um, Karate Kid follow on story. Was it the Karate is... Kid follow on? No, well, it's no, following no. Johnny. No, it's following of, Johnny. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm yeah. thinking of that Kung Kung Fury. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was Steve good. Odenkirk or whatever it was. Oh. Or something like that. Steve Odenkirk in that? Oh, I don't know. No, I could be wrong. Oh, we're crossing channels here. Yeah, tell but us anyway. about YouTube <laughs> Wayne. Premium. Right, so it's a, a quirky little show set in uh, Brookton, Massachusetts. So I don't know, very close to HP's t- stomping ground. I guess New England. Where's Massachusetts? Is that I don't up know, that, that way? One. New England. They all speak funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, he's a little delinquent kid. Comes we from speak a, a funny, shitty man. home. We do. We speak terribly funny. Yeah. Uh, a shitty home. Mm. Uh, terrible life. No, no hope. No prospects. But he's a really endearing character, especially where he seems to fight for the for the right rights of the young. Well, yeah. those the downtrodden, the oppressed, the bullied. 
He's uh, does he wake up wake up late for school and he and he don't want to go? Well, he goes on a big road trip with this pretty girl that he meets, and they go and all in search of a car, like his oh. his dad's car that's his birthright. And uh, did his his mum throw away all of his best porno mags? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I know, this, I know this story. And then there was absolutely no sleep until Brooklyn, Brooklyn, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And they head down to Florida on a, on a road trip. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't, it's hard to explain what I like about it. No, I've got the It was quirky. It. Uh, it was pretty violent. Yeah. The language is obscene. That Absolutely. would benefit from a Beastie Boys soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the soundtrack throughout this whole thing feels like it's like Beastie Boys just amping yeah. it up. But it's not. It's just everything else in between. It's very sort of punk. Yeah. Uh, very angsty. Quirky characters. They're like oh, okay. the, the most incredible cop duo i think you've ever seen all right uh i won't spoil it because no. if you get a chance to look at it it's well worth it this is what's going to happen isn't it it's gonna be it's gonna be rough like i was never a big fan of foxtel in australia but they had it all in one place and what's happened is foxtel's kind of just killed itself by being really really expensive and then just yeah. become shitter over the years and it's kind of exploded out into all of these um separate channels that will all cost you 10 to 20 bucks a month yeah so it's going to add up to the same as Foxtel again, but there's always going to be another one, and it's going to be like, oh, did you see on Amazon Prime? We've got the greatest season, a series of all out, you know, at the moment, you know. And, um, they're they're and you just so can't clever. They're, they're so clever. They've they've completely got us all by the short and curlies because we're paying for stuff. all of these. Yeah. They do, but we're paying for all these streaming services before we had free to free to air television, and then oh, we had yeah, Foxtel. What did we have on free no, to there was, was nothing. You're right. There was yeah. absolute crap. Telephone. Then we had twenty. <laughs> well, not twenty. Telephone. <laughs> On 1984. Yeah. But then there was Ostar and Foxtel, Jackson. and we were getting into those things, and they were premium pay subscription services. Galaxy TV. Galaxy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then after that, then the Netflix came around, which offers it cheaper, and then all of a sudden you've got a Netflix subscription, you've got your World of Warcraft subscription, you've got all that sort of thing, and it adds up to more than it ever did. Yeah. So, you know, they've got us. They've, they've got us. Well done. Well played. On that, we've, been, we've been watching peoples. Handmaid's Tale on... Um, Oh, no. Yeah, God. See, that's what happens. Handmaid's Tale is on Stan, but the second season isn't. We watched it on Stan, Mm. and then all of a sudden it's like it just ended. And we're like, oh. And (laughs) and is that it? When's season two coming out? Look up online, Handmaid's Tale, season two. Came out ages ago. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I had to – and then I got told it was on SBS – Yeah. There's an SBS um, SBS online view as you want thing. So anyway, we got hold of it. We started watching that. This thing, if you want to feel miserable, if life is good, watch a bit of Handmaid's Tale. If your life is good and you're a woman, oh, I've got a show for you. It's like, my God, this is just the worst. Um, like, as in, they just the writers think of the worst thing that could possibly happen to an individual, especially a woman, and they just do it. You know, it's, it's so horrible. Um, speaking of SBS, yeah. uh, free to view or whatever, um, Wellington Paranormal. I've started watching that, and uh, yeah. it's it's think X Files plus mm. cops I wish in X-Files Wellington. Was, I'd love to watch. I'd love to watch X Files again, but it be up to modern day standards. Yeah, because oh, is... I don't think you could go back, can you? Because <laughs> no, no, I love yeah. watching X Files. No, it'll, it'll be dated. Yeah, it will be big but time. This is Wellington Paranormal. Very quirky, very silly comedy, straight up. Uh, but one of those deadpan comedies. So yeah. you're supposed to take everything literally because they're cops on patrol. Is it like a Fargo-y vibe? Uh, more like the actual TV show Cops where, oh, they're, where they're, they're being around chased around. Picking on minorities without their shirts on. That sort kind of thing, thing. yeah. That's only the minorities funny. are ghosts and werewolves and things like oh. that. Uh, but they've got the camera crew following them around as they're doing these little mini mockumentary. statements with So that. it's quite fun. It was quite a fun. Mm. Um, back, on, back to Netflix because I've, I've been watching because last couple of weeks of holidays, yeah, you've been I've been on, watching a lot. You've been on the holidays. On leave. Discovery's back on, on Netflix. Oh, Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery. Discovery, yes. It was, you, okay, yeah, tell us about this. You've set yourself a challenge? I had to watch all, everything on Netflix about Star, Star Trek over the next few months. I've started with the old series. Yeah. So you're going to watch every Star Trek episode Everything. ever made from the original series forward. This is going to be Matt Star Trek report. This exactly. Is segment. There, there is going to, oh, actually, I might have to start. Maybe I need my own channel just to discuss this. <laughs> there yeah. are seven seasons of Voyager, for God's sake. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure it could get pretty boring there at some point, but um, I'm enjoying it at the moment, especially going back because I've started introducing my kids to, well, it was a, a thing Next that I had gen. with my dad. No, no, oh, no. Right. Where my dad and my brother, we'd sit on the couch on a Sunday afternoon and mm. we would watch old G, uh, OG Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. Oh, so you have watched the original series. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Yeah. Oh, right. And so you like that. Yeah. Because yeah. The original series was the reason why I thought Star Trek was shit. Oh, it's so and bad. And I was so in the Star... As soon as Star Wars was out, it was just like, oh, this is what I'm about. I'm about Star Wars, Star Trek. And, you know, that sort of battle that raged for years. Yeah. It's like, which one's better? And I was like, I'm not having a bar of Star Trek. It's ba- garbage. Battlestar Galactica won that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, no, it was um, uh, the Black Hole. <laughs> the Black Hole, remember that one? Go on. And then... But then... Somewhere towards is it late 80s or something like that, they just come out and say, hey, we're making Star Trek Next Generation. A million dollars spent to produce every episode. Yeah. And we're like, whoa. And there was just effects <laughs> that was just like the, the Star Trek you know, like Enterprise. Was, and you're like, wow, look at the neon thing. And it was amazing, right? And I bet that looks horribly dated now. But man, I had some good times watching that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I did. You know, my local, my, uh, my, well, not my uni, uh, a competing uni, which we all looked down our nose upon, had a couple of students who had <laughs> friends in America who recorded the episodes as they came out on TV, mailed out over the VHS video cassettes, Serious. then hired out two um, lecture theatres at Murdoch Uni, and people would just come, they would fill the lecture theatres and they would screen um, episodes and they would show older ones and at the time it was like there was Next Gen that was coming out and they had um, DS9 DS9 Deep Space yeah. 9 and, and we would just go there and watch all these episodes and people they would put up stalls and they'd sell your stickers <laughs> and you know a Star Trek thing man we had a good time that was so good and how illegal was it we're just walking around going oh. this can't be right uh, but there was there was hundreds cared. of people there, yeah, and it, and it was great. And it's just like you're looking back on it, that VHS video cassette or whatever had to be mailed from America to to Perth, you know, for it to all work. The Star Trek universe has always been big on crossovers and things like that. So there've been characters that flip between series. You know, you'd mm-hmm. find Picard appeared on Neelix DS Nine, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Pike, Captain Pike was the very first... He was the pilot episode captain of the Enterprise, right? Oh, what? In the back in the original yeah. thing? Before Kirk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, he, was, so he was the original. He was the pilot captain. And then he, he, was he a piker, appeared... So he yeah, make it on. He appeared in some original series episodes mm. uh, in a metal box. You wonder what the hell happened <laughs> to him. He was bleeps and all burnt up and disfigured. Yeah. And then he appears... I think you don't really hear anything. Then the new movies sort of come out, and then he's the he's like an admiral now, or whatever, and he's mentoring metal box. or a captain, and he's, he's mentoring the current Captain Kirk of you know oh. Christopher Pine. Pine is Pine, his name. Pine. No, no, no um, the actor oh. Chris Pine. Who's this Pike dude? Oh, Chris Pine, the guy who the did the um, he's playing Kirk. Yeah, the start, the new sort of Star yeah, Trek yeah, movies. Okay, well, Discovery have bought him back now so he is now the current captain of discovery captain pike captain pike oh, yeah pike and pike. crossover all over the place and he's quite a cool character yeah uh, yeah okay so, so i think so how many, got how me many original episodes were there's only a few wasn't there really it's like two seasons or something uh three I three think. seasons then it was maybe 12 episodes a season yeah there was they were quite yeah. long in those that those days and then mm. And then it was just the seasons just rolled on with the next gen and and well you'll have to you be know. our resident um, trekkie. So we'll see how we go. Yeah. Oh, that's a goal, an ambition. I don't know if you want to call. It. I don't know if I call it a life goal. <laughs> Is it uh, a life goal? Something to do when I'm doing the dish- dishes. Now let's put it that yeah. way. Well, look, I'm very excited. Uh, not just because you uh, have come over early and we're and we're potentially <laughs> getting through this podcast quick time, but um, yeah, uh, tomorrow I'm jumping on a plane. First thing. Uh, oh, because you came over early, we get mm. to probably finish this up soon, and I get to pack my bag. I'm going to my first ever packing magic bags. Awesome thing to do. I love packing bags. Yeah, it doesn't take me too long. I don't get really. I don't make a big really? procession of them. Oh, I'm so good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it into an art form. Yeah, yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm going to my first uh, magic GP, and we're oh, going to follow follow the local guys and and have a look at some. Uh, I'm going to play. I'm going to play some side play. events on on Friday. Yeah. See how I go. Uh, see how I feel confident. I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena. I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because we've got yeah, a big push. Thanks. To, that's what we've got to do is like a big thanks to everybody. We put a shout out um, during the week um, 
I was setting up all of our video output stuff. Mm. Uh, we're going to be streaming games on Arena and recording games on Arena and putting them up on YouTube. Um, and YouTube have this stupid setup where they will let you have youtube.com forward slash mess of letters and numbers. And if you haven't got 100 subscribers, you can't get forward slash seven line hand. So I put a shout out to the community, say, look, we need 100 subscribers. Just over the last few years of doing nothing, just through pure neglect of our <laughs> YouTube site, we had 49. So I was like, 51, yeah. 51, surely we get that. And man, people got on board. We just like hammered it. Well, I think we got like to 111 within yeah. the yeah. day or two. Up. Um, so we got, so youtube.com forward slash seven line hand. We're going to be putting recordings of magic games, magic arena games up there, up on there. And our Twitch TV, we've got, um, we've got a bit of a video producer on the team now. And uh, she helped me out loads. And we like fiddled with the, uh, the settings of OBS oh, and all right. that sort of stuff. And, yeah, we've got it going. It's like pumping out some really cool stuff. Then I assembled a team of people that can actually play Magic, <laughs> not just me. Yeah, and so, I'm not on that team. No, Matt wasn't no. even invited. Um, I'm only there because I'm sort of throwing the on switch on. Uh, so we've got Mishka coming on board. We've got Aaron, who you all know, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Seven Line Hand Podcast. Uh, Mishka, yeah, Mishka comes on the podcast too. Kian, who was on the last podcast, he's going to be playing. Shut then, up. Yeah. Then we've got the Good Games Magic Championship. Yeah, shut up, Kian. The Good Games Magic Championship champion, um, Pat, Pat McGuckin. He is um, going to be playing on the on this stream, right? Nice. As well. So, and he's over in Fraser Coast. So it's like, you know, hands across Australia. All right. Magic. One step further than this. Last night, I'm on... This is, and this is a story I didn't tell you before. Last night, I'm on Magic Arena. Mm. I'm playing with the settings, doing some recording. I think, right, enough of that. I'll just do some sealed, relax, have a game. Start playing people. My phone starts buzzing. I look down at the messages, Team Seven Land Hand. There's a, there's a screenshot, and it's from Pat, and it says, is this you? <laughs> I look at it, and I look up at my screen, and it's, I'm playing Pat. <laughs> so out of everybody who's playing Magic Arena, You've just I got paired up team members. with one of our team members. <laughs> And, and so they, he continued on to smash me because he had a theory lab solution, but he can get stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> well, hence why we need. Yeah, that's you know, right. He yeah. needs to be one streaming. Yeah, so we've, we've got about we've got about five or six people that are going to be um, streaming stuff. We're going, we might have a bit of a a bit of a Fortnite um, Xbox game sort of thing just to do some filler. So if you want to see what's going on there, we might be jumping on, messing around on that too. So we're starting to diversify our content and uh, well, yeah. put out some new stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, Matt Twitch- watches Star Trek. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash seven land hand and YouTube forward slash for, youtube.com forward slash seven land hand. And um, yeah, it's all on, which makes us uh, have to get creative now. We're going to make some... Uh, some fun videos. Mm, yeah. So, uh, well, if you feel like having a little bit of input there, I guess we can throw your suggestions oh, and stuff yeah, our yeah, way. Oh, yeah, do that. Love to hear from, uh, from everyone who listens and participates on the forum and, and uh, the Facebook page and whatnot. And while we're thanking the community, yeah, like obviously uh, Daniel's contributed a whole bunch of new um, blobs for us, pop yes. blobs, which uh, we debuted on the last on the last podcast. So yeah, the new blobs now instead of me, Aaron, my um, mate on drums, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Daniel doing it all by himself playing live all by himself he's so talented he is all right should we should we uh, get through this and get in a bit of dixit i think we should all right cool cool we'll see you after this musical break see from you soon Be- um, both world studios advert win dixit by commenting on the facebook page for this show episode 138 at facebook.com slash seven land hand we'll announce last month's winner of one night ultimate werewolf later in neats and twos this month, to draw a winner, Good Games HQ splashed paint onto an A1 French linen canvas until a name appeared. That name will be revealed as the winner later in the show. And every month, Good Games month! are offering our listeners a special offer on the game we review. This month, it will be Dixit. It won't be anything else. It will be Dixit, we promise. Just, just Not Dixit. lying here, folks. While stocks last, Seven Land Hand listeners can get 10% off Dixit at every Good Games store that can be described with a keyword. Illustrate a way, <laughs> illustrate a way to your nearest Good Games store and without, sorry, without letting on to other store users that this is your password, state... For the rabbit meeples. Fall of February. For the rabbit meeples. You just wanted to do the password, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And that's while stocks last. So now, okay, we'll, I'll go, we'll go on with the show. 
That was that was totally pro. Yeah, that was absolutely pro. Yeah. Do you think no. anyone will realise that was take one? No, 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 no. I don't think anyone will realise. <laughs> Slick tunes from Daniel. Also, yes. that tune appears behind the the smoky video on our intro on our um on our video. I have been enjoying that intro. It's like Daniel tunes. You know what? That's the only part I watch now. I just watch the <laughs> really? intro and you bail, and then I bail because, oh, that's okay. <laughs> because as, long as, as long as you subscribe. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I know. I won't get. I, won't give I remember to hit thoughts. the like. Yeah, no, don't. Well, I, I've got. I've got something I might want to do on that one day. All right, we're playing Dixit this month. Uh, yes. we'll play Dixit. Dixit's going on special, uh, seven land hand special at every good game store next month, which is February. What's the and this this is going to be a, a long and complicated answer, but what's the narrative of this game? Well, yeah, some yeah, that's it. That's it. So you say <laughs> what, what we were saying is it's a completely abstract game, yeah, yeah, very abstract. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's it, it all takes place in that space between your your mind and your mouth, and basically your creativity yeah. and the obs- observation of a card with a picture on it. And how well you know the people around you. Mm. And it's got a very simple objective to it as well, right? It so does, yeah. What, how, what, what is the objective? Well, the objective is very simple. All you need to do is get your little rabbit. Your r- meeple rabbit. Meeple rabbit, rabbit over the meeple. line. Yeah. Uh, before anyone else. And there are 30 points to win. And so the first player to reach 30 is declared the winner. Now, you're saying that these are rabbits, but there's some discussion that if you turn them sideways, they're actually turtle. Well, there's a different version. Tortoise. Yeah, tortoise. tortoise. Yeah, that's it. Because turtle would be just insane. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. would be great, though, wouldn't it? Because then you've got the, the hare versus the tortoise. There they wouldn't be rabbits anymore. I think it was an older version of the game where the meeple just wasn't meeple as quality was clearly defined as a rabbit. <laughs> right, yeah. And it kind of looked like a tortoise on its side. Yeah. Maybe there was just yeah. one one ear, and it looked like a neck or something like that. So <laughs> you've got, you've got the to ears get your, weren't quite as long. Yeah, you've got to get your rabbit from from one. Yep, up through, to thirty. Up to thirty, but you score points, and in, in you do. To win it's the one of those games where you're working. You're kind of working collaboratively, but you're definitely competitive. All right, so you want to get the most points. You want to get to thirty before anyone else, but you need the other players to help you along because without them. Uh, you're not going to score as many points as you think you will. Mm. Now, and there is there's tricksy stuff to there that. There is. There but is some very interesting. Now, we've got l- two versions of the game in front of us oh, at the okay. moment. So you've got Dixit, regular Dixit that we've regular been playing. Regular Dixit, yeah, yeah. And I bought along my copy of Dixit Journey, which to look at the two is exactly the same. It looks exactly the same. With some subtle differences. But uh, it's only aesthetic things. Maybe we should do the differences at the end once yeah. everyone's comfy with what the game is. Well, there's definitely a few different versions as well. So yeah, we talked yeah. about, about expansions. Okay, so, so the basic version, yeah. the, the, the first version, Dixit, that came out, just on the table, um, you've got what? You've, you've got a scoreboard. So the scoreboard is a nice... Uh, bifold board which is only uh, about half the size of what a normal board would be and it just folds out and you've got numbers one to 30 on one end and on the other end you've got a very helpful reference guide about scoring which is so use so so useful it actually yeah there's got two we can both look at one at the same time so on one side we've got where you start and goes around the track and it finishes at 30 on the other side you've got uh, it tells you how you one, score. One, two, and three. That's it. So and this is the thing the on, on the box. When you look at it, you can actually you can pretty much learn how to play the game just from reading the back of the box. Absolutely. Right? So this podcast totally unnecessary. Absolutely. You don't even need to listen. Fantastic. But we appreciate that you do. Yeah. Thanks for being here. <laughs> so you get the scoreboard. You've got a deck of eighty-four oversized tarot cards yeah. that are completely wall-to-wall artwork. Uh, the white spaces are on the back of the card where you read Dixit, and they're all the same. Uh, oh, they're not double-sided? No, they're not double-sided. Oh, right. But you see that your deck, the Dixit deck, and the Dixit yeah. deck in the box in Journeys, exactly the same. So you can mix them together if you really want oh, that abstract the backs play. of them, you mean, are the same. Yeah. yeah. But the other side is completely full-out, wall-to-wall, border-to-border, mm. uh, edge-to-edge. And you were so saying there's there were different, different artists from There are different artists, yeah. Each edition. Yeah, there are for the different games. Well, oh, yeah. The uh, artwork, so Z- uh, uh, Xavier Collette did the... Dixit Journey and someone else did the original Dixit one. <laughs> yes, uh, I, don't know who, I don't know who it was off the top of my head. This is a French game. Um, so uh, Jean Louis Rabira. Yeah. And they've it also was got by different designs. Marie, Marie Card- Carduat. 
So she was the first artist. Um, Marie Cardua. Cardua? I don't know. Yeah, that sounded good. Do that. Uh, she was the first artist to pick up this game. So she mm. did the first iteration and then it's changed since then. But you've got the scoreboard, you've got the 84 cards, uh, the tokens, which are bidding tokens because you've got a little bit of a voting system that goes on. And they're yeah, just cardboard is... chits yep. in six different colours. With each one numbers one to uh, one to six. What do the what do the numbers mean? Represent? So they're your voting cards. So along the side of the board, there's yep. the number one to six. So mm-hmm. when we get into a bit about how you actually play the game, uh, the numbers on the so- on the chits correspond to the numbers along the side of the the scoring well, what board. position that the cards yeah. have been put into, so yeah. that you know clearly which where your vote is going. Yeah. Uh, the other the other piece is the six little bunnies. Six little bunnies. In each colour. Six colours. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's, that's the whole box. Yeah. And, but this this is why, this is like, you know, it reminds me very much of when we reviewed Codenames and you're thinking of the, yes. the simplicity of it is what the ma- where the magic is really because they haven't over, overly complicated of it. So if you're thinking, is this a family game because there's not really many words involved, mm. I think it is. The trickiest part of it being family game or not is just describing what's in there and, you know, whether younger players would get it or not. But... It's it's yeah. It, it's like said, much, a lot of it goes on in your head, and you said yeah. it before in the intro. Uh, like, how is it that this game didn't already exist? You mm-hmm. know, why did it take to twenty eight, twenty oh eight? Even if it came out in nine ninety five, would have gone like how how did we wait until nine ninety five before this board game came out? You know, <laughs> it feels like one that should have always existed. It has. So, always, so. Let's just say it here and yeah. now. It has always existed. It's older than chess. It is. It's an old, older game than chess. <laughs> so. So we've got all this stuff out in the in on the table. We've got a score tracker, yep. a few rules. We've got our meeples ready to rock. Color as assigned. Right. Hey, what, what do we do? How do we get started? So it's important that the player count is important for this game. Right. You do need to have really a minimum of of three, three. players. Yeah. yeah. Any less than that, and you can't. You, you can't, can't. You, you can't, can't really play. No. You can if you have a lot of dummy cards, but then it, it just sucks the fun out of it. So, yeah, three. Yeah. Well, when, when you put a card down and you say, imagination, <laughs> and I go, oh, okay, well, this is, I'll put this I card have in. Done it. We'll shuffle them and go, oh, I think I know which one Matt's is. <laughs> so you need at least three just to make it. Yeah, that's it. You, so have, you have the, for... the, the, uh, the dummy card. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the dummy card can be hit and miss. Sometimes I've, I have played it that yeah. way. Uh, so three to six players works really well, I think, with four to f- four yeah. or five. Yeah. Uh, if there's an odd, an odd number, uh, probably five is probably best. Yeah. And you, everybody gets the voting chits so, and your little rabbit. Yeah. The voting chits, you only get the number of, car, number of chits equal to the number of players. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you don't take the the other ones are just returned to the box, mm-hmm. uh, and then literally you're drawn a, a, a hand cards. of cards, six each. Yeah. All right. And from that, the active player, so whoever goes first, looks at their cards, choose the selects one is of probably the cards. The, the fittest looking person. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They they're the ones that work out. They're the, probably the ones jumping on the trampoline while they're playing. Yeah. Uh, or on the the treadmill or the bus. Yeah. Between. That's yeah. it. They look at the, well, their six cards, choose one of those cards as the card that they're going to try and give you a clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that clue, you know, can be whatever it's going to be. Now, here's the, the fun thing, is based on the clue that they're giving, yeah. providing, everybody else needs to look at their six cards and choose the card that they think closely rese- most resembles the clue that or was given. Or attract votes. From yes, the players. That's it. Yeah. So everybody takes, you know, they've selected the card, they put their card down, the cards all get shuffled up and then face down. Face yeah. down. And then along the score track, the active player reveals the cards one by one, having been shuffled. So they're not in anyone, yeah. any order. That's why there's no picture on the back. That's why there's no picture on the back. Yeah. Who, 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 who <laughs> exactly. Did what? Yeah. So they. Uh, then laid out from one to however yeah, many so players. If you have five players, you just put one card in a one, two, three, four, five slots. Yeah. And what really helps is when they do this, they say the clue. So let's say the clue oh, yeah. was hunting trip. All yeah. right? So every time they lay a card down, you say hunting trip. And you use this sort of deadpan, like like mm. you're just saying matter of factly, hunting it's trip. Like lay next Mesmerizing the players with hunting That's trip. That's it. So that way people, you start to visualize and see the hunting trip yeah. clue in the card. You go, oh, I can see it in that one. That's you it. don't want to be the guy when they go hunting trip and 
and everyone just goes, what? <laughs> that's <laughs> because it. you're not getting any votes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so then once everyone's put their card down, it's then onto the voting round. Now, the active player doesn't get a vote, obviously, uh, but everybody else does. And mm. so they go through their chits and select which card they think is the player's card. All right. Now, yeah, you, the rule is you can't choose your own. Okay, you yep. can choose any of those, but you can't choose your own card. The the it's a blind vote, so all the chits go down face down, and then when everyone's chosen, three, two, one, reveal the the votes, and then they're applied to the cards, and the then that's where the scoring, the very useful scoring guide comes into play. So if all the players find the active player's card, right? So everyone's this guessed is, your and this hunting is, clip. This is the, probably the cleverest and most, and, and it's super simple yeah. uh, bit to it because it does swing it. Because you start thinking of ways that you can game the game and the scoring system unra- it makes it so you can't. That's right. Yeah. yeah so good. Yeah. All right. So, so all so the this players. Is, this, find- is the, this is on the, the bifold thing, That's right. by the way. Yep. Yeah. So it's all there. So scenario one. All the players have found the active player's card. The active player gets no points because it was too obvious. Everyone yeah, guessed it. Which is great because that's you just don't put something down that just perfectly describes your card because that would be dead easy, exactly right? Exactly right. And too hard for an off. You need to be a little bit tricksy, but yeah. not too tricksy that nobody gets it. Exactly. Uh, if the other players, however, that all if they all got the same card, they all get two points. Yep. So it rewards all the players for finding your card but gives you nothing because you were too obvious. Everyone's bunnies. Dung, dung. Situation two. That's a rabbit bouncing twice. Yeah, I can dung, see. Dung. <laughs> dung, dung. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. No players find the active player's card. Again, the active yeah. player gets zero points because you were too obscure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. While the other players, uh, if they... The, all the other players get two points. Yeah. And plus a bonus point per vote for their card. Because they so were better so at attracting votes yeah. to their card, yeah. All right. So, again, the active player gets nothing. The other players get two. If two, two plus. Two plus. Yeah. Or the third scenario is if at least one player, but not all players, have found the active player's card. So, if, yeah. if two out of three players have picked the right card, then the active player gets three points and any players who found the card get three points as well, plus a bonus point for yeah. anyone who picked their card. So that's the perfect mid-ground. You don't want to be so obscure or so obvious. Yeah. And the active player round is when you can score the most points. Uh, well, well, second sort of thing. But you can score three points from being the active player if you get... Some people get it, some people don't. Yeah, that's it. And that's that's so perfect because it's right in the middle of the of the thing of the scoring chart. Because you think initially when you start playing, you go, "Oh, I could just be really obscure, mm. and no one's going to find it." I'm a genius because you know you say truck, and there's just a picture of a glass with a fairy flying inside oh. of it. Well, okay, no one's going to get it, right? Oh, we'll get I'm under so the clever card and obscure, you know. Um, so yeah, the, the where the money's at if you're the active player is being. Clever enough to come up with something that you think some people will get. So you're tuning into like you sort of what who's around the table, who plays, yeah. what they will go for, and then um, yeah, if you're the uh, other players, you want to put putting down a card that'll attract votes, but then you also want to be able to you know clue out which one is the active yeah. players because then you're going to get three points plus for every. Um, vote your card gets. You can totally game this, however, because oh, I've played can? with groups. Where because you know the players around so well, yeah, you start oh. to use references and, and clues that are obvious to your little collective. You know, mm. putting someone on the outer. So, so to if, speak. if you were playing with my mum and dad, I could uh, I could just go seven land, yeah, and then put a hand and I would get basket. Down. Yeah, that's you right. Get, I picked one with basket. They, they would get nothing yeah. on there. Yeah, that's it. But you would still get the three points, and I would get the three points because that's our own little thing that we yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so my friends and I, we would use. A lot of movie references and things like that. Yeah. So and that would that kind of games it a little bit. So it is nice to play this. You you have to set rules. And yeah. one of those things you don't you can't use movie references. You can't use the names of people. Yeah. Uh, you can't use and and you can't use pop culture references. Things that would give it away too easy. You know that sort of thing. Or or just you sound like that you're talking directly to somebody. Yeah. It has to be sort of generic terms. Yep, that's it also it. says in the rules that you can make sounds or a group of sounds that yeah. represent the clue. Yeah. And it can be it can be one or two words. Uh it can be a word that you invent on the spot. Yep. Um and it could it was or it can take the form of already existing works, a part of a poem or a song, a movie title or a proverb, etc. Yeah. I think I think you can know within your own gaming group whether someone's just um 
taking the piss a little I, bit I, with I the, so. the rules. Because yeah. so, it's a very honest and easy, easy flow of game. And, and I, look, we're, if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably just like to play games in the spirit of the game and, uh, and enjoy them for what they are. So, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're gaming the game too harshly, I think so. you're not going to have as much fun. So at the end of that, once the voting's happened, then it's, the scores are tallied up. The active player, well, everybody gets dealt a new card. Okay. To replace the one that they use. And then the, the next player to your left becomes the new active player, and it's their turn to give the clue. And it just continues on. Until someone hits until the someone magic hits 30. It. Yep, that's and it. And that's Dixit. Yep. That's how you play. All the cards at the end, so there's the pile, all the used cards get reshuffled and dealt yeah. out again. So until it ends, you know, literally ends when there's 30 yeah. points scored. And that's it. So do you usually find that you can just you can just whip this out and just play it on the fly? Is it, is it Absolutely. A pretty quick start, pretty yeah, quick go, right? Yeah, for sure. Because uh, you've had it for a lot longer than I have. My, literally, this is one of only two games that yeah. I can suggest to my wife that we play. And she's in. And she's in without, oh, right. without hesitation. She loves Dixit and the other one is Word on the Street. So oh, yeah, I can, I can say, let's play Dixit and, and I don't get any resistance. Yeah. Where normally when I say things like... Well, let's play Blood Rage. Hey, babe, let's play, uh, <laughs> let's play, let's play Zombicide. Let's, yeah. play, let's play Arkham Horror. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get turned so down. So much. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's very entry level. It's, it's clever. It's, a, it's like, we you know, we used to write them when we said, this, this is a beach house game. Oh, for sure. This is like a game you take on holiday, isn't yeah. it? Because it's not a great deal of setup. You can, you know, like if you go to somewhere down south or whatever yeah. and you go to the beach, you can come back and just throw this out on the table somewhere and not a lot of fiddly parts to lose. You literally you can... only need the deck of cards. That's it. Yeah. And you know what? You don't even need the deck of cards because <laughs> you could, theoretically, you could go and get a magazine you know, maybe a better homes and gardens or something like that, and just cut pictures out. Well, you know, yeah, we we're, go, were going for easy setup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I just turned it on its oh head. Oh my god, that's where my head went. So yeah, yeah you just need the, the cards. I'll just buy the game and just use the cards. How I think <laughs> that's, that's it. That sounds a lot easier. Use pebbles that you find. Everyone has their own little unique pebble or shell, mm. and you just write. Keep you know keep track on. A do piece you ever of find card. people trying trying to game the game, or do people just generally just go with the flow? No, people go with the flow in, in yeah. most cases. I mean, it's only when I'm playing with my good mates that I I know will use movie references to our advantage that we put in the rule. And does anybody get? References. Yeah, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So at this stage of the game of pod, we usually say, "Are there any expansions?" Oh. Now, now Dixit comes fully loaded, double bandoliers, oh, yeah. Chewbacca style. Well, you've got Dixit, the original. I've yeah. got Dixit Journey, which is the same, like the same game with different different art. It's in blue, yeah. yeah. Different art style. Now, that before we go too far on expansions, mm. uh, just looking at the art style here, it, it's all very vivid and... and uh, yeah, colourful. Yeah, colourful and whatnot. They're a bit the, more polished. They are. I think they are, but the, the art is just that little bit different. So the, the style... Oh, but yeah. they're all very abstract. Yeah. You know, and they're deliberately designed that way because you're meant to be able to see a numerous amount so of things, many yeah. things in, in that and, and then continuously. So, you know, just this one I've got here is a whole bunch of ghosts looking at a flower in the dirt and the flower's sort of shimmering. So immediately the clue could be Casper and that would be a dead giveaway. Mm. The artwork from the original mind. one is a little bit like, okay, it looks like a high school art students project definitely you know it looks like oh yeah you could do that the ones in journey have that little extra polish to them yep. and you'd go oh i don't think i could do that i think the theme is something that that's omnipresent throughout the game dixit the original doesn't have much of a theme it's, oh, it's, it's more abstract. abstract abstract journeys yeah. on the other hand does have it's it's oh, stories of moving from Everyone's place everything's moving. going on a journey of some description yeah. whether it's you know we've got the 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 pair of the boy and the girl tugging on a rope you know or we've got I love the boy sort of and the cards. girl flowers you know what's happening that sort of thing as a, as a writer I love these sort of things because yeah. I just love to just like cut the deck and go I'm going to write a story on whatever yeah, picture that's I pick it. up you just pick it and go right I'm going to write a story about these characters I've been wanting to do that exact same thing with a class for a creative writing yeah. thing for, for ages they're like here's a card this is your inspiration you've yeah. got 30 minutes go for it well, I'd, I'd, well, you've got I'd, 10 minutes. I'd want about it. six to eight months, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. 
So the other expansions we've got out there. So there are a number of small box expansions. Okay, this also is going to ask because mm. your the Dixit Journey is the same size box as the yeah. one that I've got. There's also Dixit Odyssey, which is, again, it's the same box, same size box. Yeah. It's just a re-implementing. So, and then there's the smaller, thinner ones. So yes. what's the, what do you get? What's the difference? Is it just cards in the thinner ones? Okay, so you can get... There's a bunch of promos that you're able to get your hands on if you can, depending on whether it's Gen Con or get it through the board game Geek Shop or something like that, yeah. where it's just a card uh, that you add to whatever, like a, a Christmas promo, that sort of thing. Then there's um, the small boxes. There's, in 2017, one came out called Harmonies, yeah. which I, I haven't seen that one yet, but um, it's uh, it usually increases the size of the deck by about half the number of cards. Okay. So it's, I, th- I think it's so either it's half the cards. I'm just going to click on it just so to it doubles check, the size sure. of it? It effectively doubles the size of the game. Yeah, okay. Without... So you've got about 84 cards in there as well. I think think so i'm just trying to find i can't remember i can't recall because i haven't i don't actually have any of the smaller ones yeah um i wonder if they give you extra chits as well 84 84 new cards yeah so there's no new chits because it doesn't increase the player level length yeah Different board. Uh, why the big? Why the big? Like the box instead of it well, just the box being is a, just literally. It's the tarot box. No, it's, it's just not. A, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 like, it? it's like this sort of size. I'm gesturing something longer. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's it's about that sort of size. It's about. I think it's about a third, like half the the square box Maybe. size. But um, it gives you. Yeah. So it's all, as far as I know, it's full it's of just the air cards. that you get at the top it's, of it's a chip the packet. Cards. They are narrower. So they're they're not as deep as these boxes. I think you'll find. Oh, okay. So they're so it's a little like bit two thinner. trays of um, tarot card yeah, size. Yeah, two split. So that would explain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, get you know, it. Half on each side. Cool. So Glad that we got was to the bottom of that. <laughs> so <laughs> there was that was um, harmonies. Then there's another one called Revelations, which came out in 2016. So I'd, these are the things like pretty much like Dixit Journey. Everyone's going on a journey. You're going to see harmonies. Probably got a lot of musical instruments sort of stuff in there. And maybe Revelations is I don't know something to do with the Bible, isn't it? Like probably. <laughs> Devils and Maybe. burning stuff down, or, I or things where you lots of smiting. I don't know. I'd love to see though. Um, there's <laughs> right. there's memories. Then there's um, what else is there? Oh, there's daydreams. Yeah, which is a nice one that I have seen, which came out. That in sounds like another super abstract one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it. I don't think it de- doesn't necessarily define. It doesn't? The, uh, the, it the does. deck. Not entirely, because I'm sure you could look at this card and go, well, I don't see how that relates to the theme. But maybe in a subtle way it probably does. Yeah. Uh, I was wrong about Odyssey. Odyssey is one of those small box expansions. Yeah. Sorry. And I, uh, think, I think you kind of do need this, because like we've played, we've played Mysterium to death, and yeah. it doesn't take too long before you know of you know the cards. Yeah. And you go and as if you're the ghost, you're looking for it, and you're thinking, all right, I really need this particular one would nail it and I'll hold on and hopefully yeah. they'll draw that card. So for like games like that, I think Mysterium's had a, a card expansion. Um, yeah, come, just come for it. Um, yeah, and that's probably why the, with Dixit, you, you'll probably find, even though 84 cards, it seems like 84 images is a lot, but you'll you'll get your head around them pretty quick. I, I think you could do. And then you start to see the same clues come around for the same yeah. cards and that's the thing. So what they've done with the Dixit sets, the big the box sets, is they've left three spaces. So you can actually pick up, you could pick up Origins or you could pick up Daydreams, yeah. pop them in the same box. So you've got Throw three. Throw the nice new box away. Yeah, that's it. You don't need it anymore because you've, got, you've <laughs> yeah. got all three, no, three extras. So you yeah. could have four decks potentially. Is there supposed to be a timer in there or something like that? No, that's where your little bunnies go. Oh, that's They're where just, the bunnies live? Yeah. That's the burrow, we'll call yeah. it. We haven't, yeah. we haven't done this yet. Oh. That's what the meeple, the rab, that's what rabbit meeple sound like. That's it. So you can take this away, and you've got plenty of variation with the three expansions in there, plus the original. You can, the cards will all seamlessly fit together. As far as I know, there's no discrepancy amongst the backing. No. I haven't seen any discoloration. Oh, I think that'd be a, a big fault if they did. And then you don't yeah. shuffle them to such a great degree that you need to sleeve them all either. No. It's not not heavy on no. the shuffling, no. so you don't need. You to. can probably just. Um, they just yeah. Get they do get handled a lot though, yeah. so this is not a pizza game. Yeah, uh, it might be something if you want to sleeve it. Maybe if um yeah, if you feel that the cards are going to age, and you just want them to stay pristine, so that when you put new cards in there, they can't be spotted as easy. Yeah. Otherwise, you 
I mean, this is super gaming the game. You, know, you look at the other person's hand, you go, ah, oh, Matt's got three new cards and two old cards. So when I see them come <laughs> down on the table, I know it's more likely that he'll play a new card. Well, pro tip, uh, I yeah. always give them a shuffle in the hand. So whenever oh. I get drawn the new card ready to play the next round, shuffle them up so the order's not the same. Just, not, just It just helps, I think. Okay. Just to um And you just want to be It helps you look at the cards with a different perspective because if they start next to another card, mm. I guess the clues you know, it helps you prompt with the clues. You can be stuck with a card. I know I've I have been gone, there's absolutely no way I can get this card. I can't think of anything that's going to be obvious. And so I've played and a whole games with the same mm. two or three cards in my hand. But you can, you do have the opportunity if you can't think of anything that matches someone else's clue. You just, use it as your you active just, player card. You just discard it. Oh, you can. Yeah, you you, oh, you, okay. you don't actually discard it, but you go. Well, I've got nothing that represents sunshine. You know. Oh no, what's, what's something else? But then um, that'd be like a taking a turn off. Well, it makes it easier to spot. I think if your car, if you're the card. That's all gloomy and rainy, and everyone <laughs> no, else so. has something to well, do you don't with say that. sunshine. You just play. You just play that. You garbage just play. Card. You just play the garbage card, yeah. and then hopefully somebody looks somebody in, might deep, too deeply into yeah. it. <laughs> they're going. Oh, they're going for the for the negative effect. <laughs> this is a rainy card. That's they're going it. for the opposite. Sunshine. sunshine. We want sunshine. So that must yeah. be the card. That's very really clever. I'm going to yeah, vote yeah. for that one. That's, that's how, how you, you get points. Yeah, that's how you get rid of it. So you know. Yeah. So the literally, does it? Do we have how many expansions are there about? Because it seems like there's a lot and. It's well, been, Board Game Geek have three years. pages listed. Yeah. So there are uh, the two it's boxes. An easy, it's an easy one for the game producers, publishers to do expansions of. It's just, let's just get us 80 more cards. I think there's a there's at least six. There's at least six small box expansions. How okay? did it take three pages on Board Game All game. the individual promo cards. There are oh, so okay. many individual promo cards that you can So you get. think Liberal have got the, uh, like a stand at all of these uh, conventions and they've just got a, a dicks at promo card every time? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And it's it's a, an Asmodee game too. So you just rock oh. up to... Well, Asmodee owns the entire world. You now. just rock up to their uh, Gen Con booth or their yeah. um, Origins booth or whatever and you say, here we go, we've got a pile of dicks at promos. I, you say, I'm imagining... I'm imagining uh, Dixit promo, and they'll go. <laughs> well done, well, wow, played. well played, well played, sir. Here it is. <laughs> and they probably bring out a new one to do, go with every season. There's one called the American. Mm. There's one called Gift. They've probably got a, a dude just at the back of their booth, just like yeah. scribbling one out, and then they just get the color photocopy. Here, here we go. Dixit 2012 Asmodee special cards. So it was just a special release they did promo release. For the game. When was the last one that they did the promo thing for? Was uh, it, they still, does it look like they're still doing Well, it? those are old, so yeah. I'll go back to the first page. Uh, the Pink Bunny promo card. Which was from what year? Last year. Oh, okay. So they're still doing it. Yeah. All right. Before this starts to sound like Matt Reed's Board Game Geek. Um, <laughs> bring well, there was the 10th anniversary card last year. No, that's, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Um in summary, we've, we've sort of touched on this. You, you got mm. you got um, your your wife in, which is yeah. a, which is a big claim to fame yeah. as a very open game that is easily played. So yep. you can pretty much wheel this out to anybody, can't you? This it's almost it doesn't it isn't marketed as a party game, but it's a party game, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm. it's it's a very lightweight one. It's only half an hour, if that. So you it's can easy easily setup, bring it light out. rules. You can. Throw it in front of just about anybody. Yep. On the way to like non watching a movie. Non gamers come over for dinner. Yeah, perfect. Wrap it up. Let's have a game. I don't want to play a game. It's too complicated. I'm afraid. We'll play Dixit. I call it a parlor game. Do you? I think. Uh, yeah, it'd be definitely. Don't a parlor you need game. like um Smoking lacy jacket. lacy clothes and yeah like foxy foxy ladies with long cigarette stems and stuff like that? Isn't that or a you could just wear your thongs and. <laughs> Oh, Australian power. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Stubble holders. Stubble. Stubby. Yeah, unshaven. Yeah. Um, so I, I think anyone's able to get into this. But it's not going to be, uh, you're not going to be playing it with your hardcore gamer friends. They're going to get sick of you for doing this. Unless you're so. having like a light, 
get away. Like, you know, when we do the seven line hand, let's play three million games in 24 <laughs> hours. Yeah. Dixit, you could slide in and just go, yeah, let's, let's, let's just, just play this. Let's do this for a couple of hours. Yeah, that's it. Light on. Yeah. yeah. Before we get to the real game. And yeah. Not, not the real game. Well, this, this is a real game. But this, we just before we get to whatever now. the big show is. Yeah. Um, cha- there are some changes that you can affect. And this, I guess these are pro tips in a sense. Uh, if you're playing with three players, you have seven cards instead of six. All right. Right. And each player takes the vote, the five voting tokens, numbered one to five. Yeah. Uh, leaves six away. Once the active player has created their clue, and the other two players have given their cards, are uh, given two cards instead of one. So there's actually still five cards so the active player gives one card yeah. then each player gives two cards oh, that gives five cards so you've got greater variation yeah more chance of yeah and votes it means and, i think it's yeah. a quicker game because there's a chance you get votes for either of your cards perhaps mm. and then the voting rules scoring rules don't change and then you reshuffle back up seven. So that's how you play with three. Just now, tell just tell the grumpy people that are sitting having a chat in this other room that they need to come and play. You, yeah, need, five, you need five people. Yeah, you need five. Like I think five is a great number. Yeah. Um, an interesting thing, not an expansion, but a different way to play, is to take these cards and get code names off the shelf and play code names pictures what? with these cards. Oh, I haven't played played code names pictures. It's very much the same sort of thing, you know. The imagery is all in the cards, and aren't they like this sort of like little code name size? No, they're, oh, they're the big size, terror size. Yeah, code name like pictures. This. Code name pictures. Well, no, I think they're square. I haven't actually played code name pictures myself, but it's very similar. I was reading, I read through this on a thread, mm. and literally, you just replace the code names pictures cards with the Dixit cards. Yeah, and you've got I just a, make up a grid. another game. Yeah, you just make up a grid because the the scoring nice. thing, the, the sorry, the uh, yeah, the, the grid. clue grid just, is the same. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Ah. It's about the position. And then you c- it becomes a little bit more, I don't know, challenging, I think, because the connections between the cars might be a little bit more abstract. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a different way to play. If you oh. say so, so you take code names, you take Dixit, smash them two together, then you've got three games to play while you're down there. Wow. You know, if you get Dixit and smash it with Cluedo, you get Mysterium. So if you get <laughs> Mysterium and smash it with code names, you get... Oh. Um, Crossword puzzle, mm. an acrostic. No, no, you get a. Anyway, <laughs> thinking about it too hard. Well, I think we knocked knocked Dixit on the head there. Yeah, we? look, it's we've a had a lot game. of fun playing this game, uh, and it's 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 really simple and cool, cool to get into. Really yeah. I, I really like it. It's it's one that while my kids are too a bit too young at the moment to be to have that real abstract. My, my kids would knock this out easy. Yeah, like yeah, eight, eight on, not a problem. Yeah, it won't be long. It's good, yeah. If you're always looking for that game that you can squeeze, you, you, you know, get your game, game of kids happening, this, this is one to get it started. Oh, my, my eldest, right, he's seven, okay, and we're already playing in the car the, the game of um, uh, I, oh, your brain is made of chalk. Oh yeah, well your brain is made of dog poo. Oh, all right, like well your brain, <laughs> your brain is made of yeah, it's the, the game, but it gets more and more creative. Your your brain is made of of made of pencil ink. That was one my <laughs> Cam yeah. came up with, and I thought, Jesus, that's really that's really funny. Uh, hey so, teacher, your, your your brain is made of dog shit. <laughs> And go, uh, that, would you say that at home? Yes, I would. <laughs> would you say it to your dad? Yes, yes I, I would. <laughs> so I guess that, what I mean is that that abstract sort of that abstract thought processes are starting in his brain. Yeah. So it won't be a huge jump for him to get into yeah, a game should, like this. Has he, have you tried it? Not yet. Yeah, you should. I reckon he'll be fine. So All right. yeah, that's Dixit. I love it. It's a great game. Um, I thoroughly recommend it. Let's get uh, beyond some more music and uh, do a bit of Neats and Twos. Oh, Neats and Twos. Neats and Twos. Neats and Twos for February 2019. Here we are. The first time this year, 1st February of 2019. What what have you got, Matt? You got some news for us? I have. Well, uh, the painting blog challenge is is underway. We took a month off because I got really busy and didn't Christmas have much time occurred. to paint. Yeah, that's it. That so we're going it. to open it up next month with 
a new painting challenge, and that is one is all about the base, about what? the base. No. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No bottom. All about the base, about the base. No travel. No travel. Treble. 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 That's the base, it. B-A-S-S. Well, I was thinking more along the base of the miniature. Oh, okay. So we're uh, working at upskilling in some way, so we're adding something a little different. I, I'm, I'm a typical okay. flocker. Yeah. So I basically, I flock bases yeah, and that's about it. So this you, time around, I'm going to try and do, do Are you going to add it to a, an already painted miniature and like do up the base on the miniature or is it just going to be just the base? Just, well, no, it's going to be added to the miniature. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So it's about giving a little bit more 3D projection to the base. Are you going to go one for those, one of those crazy Games Workshop ones where there's like you know, the little, the little, I don't know what, 30 the mil, 30 mil disc and then in the end it's on this huge piece of rock <laughs> no, no i'm gonna use i'm i've already envisioned using uh lots of pva glue with sand and little little bits of bark and right. folded little little tiny itty bitty newspapers and There's some really dried good leaves and things like that and like little gear like i was at good games mall the other day and they have like loads of um these um packets of just like which like Grass, yeah, sprays of grass and yeah, all sorts of stuff. It was yeah, the um, little clumps and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's what I'm looking at doing because I never really, I haven't really used those things before. So mm. I'm going to give them a go and see what they do to my uh, Walking Dead zombies because my Walking Dead zombies are just monochrome, uh, black and white. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, and gray like the comic book. Yep. So I'm just, but I'm, my bases are all color, so they it makes them stand out a bit more. I think. Okay. So, and what's happening yeah. in RPG world? RPG. Well, I'm, we've done Adventurous League has been going on very well in this both in... Cannington and Morley. Yeah. Uh, for D and D, very very popular. We've got so many people. We're up to like 150 plus in the guild uh, players in the now in RPG the guild. guild yeah, yeah, which is awesome. And well, I'm opening up to a little bit of different, uh, a few different things. First one is uh, Cyberpunk 2020 is coming back because I want to get in on the new edition when that comes out next year. Oh, okay. Uh, but from Project... Um, uh, I forgot the name Arts of this. Soaring Games. There's a really exciting um, Xbox game coming out. It's a Cyberpunk. It's a, Cyberpunk 2077. 2077. Yeah. Is it related? It's exactly, it's directly oh, related. that's going to get a lot So literally excited. that's coming well, out. Play and that world. So that's coming out next year, mm-hmm. supposedly, uh, in 2020, yeah. which is the anniversary of the game. Game's theme, uh, and they're releasing Cyberpunk Red, which is the new iteration of Cyberpunk 2020. So that's happening next year. So I'm I'm decided to dive into uh, into a bit of that because it's a classic. It's a classic uh, old school RPG. Yeah, I so I'm giving that a run mm. oh, uh, cool, cool. with a little bit of Night City Nights. And the other thing I'm opening up to is some Star Trek Adventures, which is the Modifiers <laughs> game. Oh, man, so I'm Hit giving the that Star a go. Trek hard. Yeah, so I'm, I'm playing those. One of those is playing at Cannington. The other one's going to be playing at Morley. Uh, yeah. So just to spice it up a little bit and, uh, yeah, let the other guys. I'll let everybody else do some Adventurers League and I'll do some different stuff for a bit. Yeah. Well, and I don't think me. I've got any upcoming news with the GP Sydney. I think that's going to be more related about to the next pod. We're all going to come back Yeah. Um, full of stories of uh, Sydney GP. Uh, we have got a bit of a video project going. You're it's going to be a hand. long-term video project <laughs> secret. We'll have to give a code name for it. Um, that that is going to be yeah. started um, this t- the next couple of days. And we'll have footage of you getting your ass handed to you by eleven-year-olds. Uh, no, no, there's going to be no footage of that. Uh, <laughs> it will that, just know it. Although there might be when when I get back and start playing some Magic <laughs> Arena. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when yeah, we get on there. Um, all right, so not to forget that this Game of the Month special is on Dixit. Um, so Good Games are going to give our listeners 10% off Dixit. Um, all you got to do is state the password, Matt. For the rabbit meeples! Power to the meeples. Um, at any Good Games store. And this only lasts for February. And February is a, just, a, just a weeny month. It is. And then Dixit will just go back into the void of regular priced games. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're doing, we're doing what we can for you out there. And if you know if ten percent's not enough, and you still want to uh, just like grab it for free, mm. uh, get onto our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Sevenland Hand. Um, we're getting truckloads of comments now. Make them fun, creative, interesting, yes. and uh, well, we will might... respond, won't we? Oh yeah, we'll always respond. Yeah. and the more creative. If you, if you just uh, cut and paste someone, pretty much cut and paste someone from earlier on. <laughs> You don't get a response because we're, we're sick of it by then. But yeah, anything fun. We just want, I, I'd, I'd love for people to start commenting on other 
people's posts, you know, a bit more community yeah. activity. Community interactivity would be fantastic. We know the people who do. Your Bob Lyle, Peter West, those people. Daniel, yeah, Daniel always gets in there. there. Yeah, we've got a few new people that have started regularly commenting on there. Um, and oh, I can't, I can't remember the name of my favourite person on there. The oh, there's it's the it's the girl who won the game. <laughs> And when I and when I texted her, right. congratulations, she immediately blocked me on Facebook, um, and I had to go around a circuit to, which is the correct response to ban me. Oh, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember what her name is, um, but well I played. Every now she keeps jumping on there and entering, and it makes me laugh every time about being blocked <laughs> <laughs> for trying to give her a game. Um, all right, so pinned to the top of Seven Lands Hands page. Right now, hopefully, because I'm going to try and edit this in Sydney and post it while I'm away. Nice and quick. Yeah, it will be um, the post for Dixit. Um, We've got some first-time posters, uh, yeah. which are welcome. Drop uh, a name. Catherine Young, I realized how competitive I actually am. Love it. Now, I can vouch for that because I know Catherine, yeah. and she's fiercely competitive and she wasn't before she played oh no, no, no. Wow. So before we started playing the i introduced her to some of these games like dixit and one night ultimate werewolf uh she's she wasn't much retiring. of a gamer but um now she's she's got a she's a teacher as well she's got this big competitive it's good job streak. she didn't win then that would look very um <laughs> well i mean in the future we'll see how we go you know she well, keeps hanging around this is what we're not picking the well, winners. that's it speaking of winners uh, oh yeah um well, we've got a winner for uh this month's uh, game by Jean-Louis Ribeira. They're going to be winning... Um, oh, no, this, that's the next month, isn't it? Last month's winner, yeah. who's going to get One Night Ultimate Werewolf, is... Would you like to know? Sybil Nash. Sybil Nash. Sybil Nash, you just picked up a copy of One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Fantastic. Congratulations, Sybil. So I'll be in touch with you shortly. Feel free to block me. And... Yeah, most we'll, people do. We'll desperately try to get that prize through to you. No, it usually it usually pans out all right, and everyone's happy. I've just had a look at her comment, and uh, yeah, this is a worthy winner. What did she uh, say? She said, "Board games got me out of my room as a teenager. Yeah. Now, as a mum, I just want to stay home and play games." Ah, oh, see, family <laughs> vibe. That's good. And uh, and one at Ultimate Wealth is our favourite like party game of of all yeah. time. So, um, enjoy yeah. that one. She'll be able to take, yeah, do all sorts of stuff. Anyway, um, please comment on any of our Facebook posts and get involved, especially get over to youtube.com forward slash Seven Line Hand and Twitch TV. Um, yeah, and get involved there. Seven Line Hand, get involved. You have yeah. an active chat? Yeah, we have an active chat room now. So we can, I can play bad plays and you can go like uh, Jex Calder did the other day. He's like, why don't you just take counters off of Runaway Steamkin? I'm like, you can do this? And so I looked at the card and yeah, there was text on there saying I could put counters on and take them off. I never knew about this. Told Aaron, he's like, that's why Steamkin's so good. So that's the kind of level I'm playing of magic. That I haven't read the card properly, magic. Do you know the funny thing is I look at that and I've been watching you play and, and the others play and the way arena is set up that it's just the card images that are played out in front of you. And then if you want to see what the actual text is, you've got to hover over the card. Mm. Uh, that is the only thing that I have that detracts me. Cause I can't look at, I'm not at that stage where I can look at the, the board state without hovering over the cards and see what that card is. Yeah. You have to know, you have to know the, yeah. the cards that have been so played. Aaron's in his element. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. but it doesn't take like long and then you just know what cards are being played and then, and then you can just look at the names and, you're ready to go, but yeah, you fall into traps. Mm. But then that's the thing, you know. I'm on there, and the chat line's coming through. Jex is going, yeah, you should do this. I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> that's a cool idea. I didn't know you could do that. Um, yeah, and if we've mentioned your name today, get in touch. Podcast at sevenlandhand.com, and um, yeah, we'll um, we can send you out one of our badges. And if we have any left, we'll have to dig them out of the vault. Yeah, we've got we've got plenty of badges. None of the um, none of the favourites like the charging badger badge or the yes. hyper magic nerd badges. The remainder are all in the vault now. Mm. We'll open a Seven Land Hand store on our webpage soon mm. and put them on there for a thousand dollars a piece. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. a, and that's buy a, a deal. piece. I mean, like like each of us will get a thousand dollars exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got a few left, but uh, if you've got any ideas for merch that we yeah, can come up with, starting to think about that a bit more now. So any merch ideas? Podcast sevenlandhand dot com, or if you indeed make merch with <laughs> stuff know. like branded stuff, yeah, let us know. We'll can to get that happening otherwise yeah we're going to be back in uh, in a fortnight talking more magic uh we've got ravnica allegiance starting to really hit its strides we've had um the pre-release we've had the yep. release weekend and um 
yeah, and the the standard's probably going to be getting a bit of a shake up. There's a few cards out there that I know are doing really well, but I'll we'll get the experts in to talk about that. What do you think we're going to play next month? Uh, at the moment, it's a secret from mm. you and I as well. <laughs> you and I don't wow, even know. Wow, such a secret. We'll have what to would learn. you What would you hope for on the fly? Real oh, quick. on the fly. Um, oh. That's a that's a good question yeah, because why, there's, there's a hell of a lot that's come out lately. Uh, it's yeah. been a really big start to the year for games, I think. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, well, there's we'll, a few really interesting kick games on Kickstarter that you know we might have a look at if we can. Some locally produced ones. If oh yeah, that'd we be have great. the opportunity. Yeah, um, if you're a local game producer, get in touch and uh, yeah. let us know what. Yeah, what we're the happy thing to have, we'll a have a look. Okay, so uh, yeah, we'll get started on that. Maybe we'll record a, an unboxing. Uh, this month yeah. we didn't do a dick set unboxing because we only had open copies. <laughs> That's it. And so. it's no fun. It's, it's all part of the unboxing if we get to open the, cra- the plastic. Yeah, and we don't know what's inside. That's exactly right. All right. That's it, everyone. I'm going to go to Sydney and play a GP. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Okay. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> Actually, I'm lying. I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm, I'm more than likely I'm just going to get on the old Facebooks. Actually, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to oh. start watching another episode of Voyager. I'm going to go home. I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go up to the house and play um, Magic Arena and try not to run into one of my teammates. You know what I might actually do is I might have, I might watch Voyager on my iPad and I'll watch old school Star Trek, Star Trek on the big TV and on my phone I'll have some DS9. Uh, I'll get, you'll get through them quicker. Do you reckon I'll be able to take all, all of that in? I reckon I might stop the podcast. <laughs> at some point yeah. but not right now because look out for Matt's streams watching <laughs> oh. alright that'll be a thing not. this is the news part of the show <laughs> Matt suggests video streaming stuff content by Matt <laughs> alright good night everyone good night